to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, bright lights, it is Angela and I am so glad that you are here with me. I just got back from spending last week at the AIA A22 Conference on Architecture. It was such a great time. You can listen to last week's episode on leveraging your conference experience. For me, it's so much more than just learning. It's the networking. It's the connections that you build with people, the opportunities to do things like meet Lakeisha Woods, the new AIA CEO, and actually have a conversation with her about how the components can have a better dialogue with the national structure. And she had some great ideas for me. I'm excited for her tenure at AIA because she really is business focused and understands that the role of AIA is to serve and promote the business of its members. And since I'm going to be president of our Cincinnati component next year, I'm really excited about the opportunities I have to really build a better connection and a better discourse with National to make sure that needs really are understood and communicated instead of the way it works now where it's just kind of reactionary. Also got to meet so many of you who listen to the podcast and who I've only known through social media. Got to meet many great people face to face. Also got to touch base with all the other people out there doing architecture podcasts. And there are so many of us. It was great to get together with them and think about podcast swaps and other opportunities to really explore that world outside of practice that informs and rejuvenates our practice. And the other great news that I wanted to share with all of you is that I have been named to Healthcare Designs HCD 10 this year. They select winners out in 10 categories that are considered really making a difference in the industry. And what is really exciting about having won this award is that it is not just about your career history. It's about what you've done in the last 12 months. So they're not rewarding people who got to a certain level of accomplishment and are now resting on their laurels. They're really looking for who's out there making a difference. And it's really, really such an honor because the whole through line of my career, which is about making better built worlds, understanding the connection between experience and well-being and the built environment is something that I just keep pushing around the edges on having that work get attention is so important to me. It, it's really something that 
has emboldened me to take risks in my career because I knew that the mission was bigger than I was. And if it had just been about me or trying to do things because I wanted to get ahead in my career, don't think I could have taken some of the risks I've taken or tried some of the things I've tried. Doing things to push against my edges, to learn, to grow, to challenge myself, to build my network, to get ideas and inspiration from other people, plus getting clearer and clearer on my own career mission has just really made me a lot more comfortable taking risks. And that's what today's episode is focused on. Knowing when you're getting a little too comfortable in that comfort zone of yours and you're starting to kind of stagnate and knowing what risks are worth taking and knowing when to do that. Because every time you take a risk, you advance your career. A lot of times we we don't take risks because we're afraid of failure. But what we're afraid of is often not even a fully formed thought. It's this sort of ambiguous fear. And if you're going to take a risk, you do need to play out. What's the worst that could happen? What's the best that could happen? And make sure that your answers, that you write them down. Because when you write them down, what's going to happen is it will be a fully formed thought. Most of what flits through our head all day, and 90% of it is recycled, the same few thoughts going in a loop over and over and over again, are often not fully formed thoughts. So when we force ourselves to write them down, we really get a chance to explore what we're thinking and whether or not it makes sense or whether or not it's just an old pattern, an old belief, an old fear, recycling itself. But once you've kind of journaled about what's the best that could happen and what's the worst that could happen, you need to ask yourself the follow-up questions. And then what? What will I do in the best case scenario, in the worst case scenario? And do that about five times so you just keep advancing the and then what, and then what, and then what. And when you do that, you have a really good idea of whether a risk is going to have benefits that are worth the potential downfalls, but you also aren't as afraid of failing because you already played out the fact that you have options. If the worst happened, here's what you would do to pivot and adjust. And then you would do this, and then you would do that. And you can start to see that the fear is really more the catastrophizing that we do when we don't want to embrace change. So we tell ourselves this horrible story like, I will lose my job. Okay, what if you did? Then what would you do? Because you wouldn't just sit there and take that and become homeless, what would you do? Look for another job, go out on my own. And then what would you do? Even though it's probably not likely that the worst case scenario is even ever going to happen, the fact that you played out that scenario 
teaches you that you are resilient, that you can do more than bounce back. You can bounce forward. You can grow from the experience and maybe even exploring that worst case scenario. Maybe you start to get excited about some of that and realize that maybe I don't want to succeed at this. Maybe what I really want to do is try something totally different because I'm actually getting kind of excited about what I might do in these worst case scenarios. Risk is a really, really valuable, valuable thing if you want to keep growing as a person, if you want to keep getting what you're interested in. Doing that journal exercise of what's the best possible outcome, what's the worst possible outcome, it's really just geared toward helping you take action. That's the very next step because we'll never really know how things will play out until we try them. If you feel like you can't take the big risks, take the baby steps. What's the one change you could make that would get you a little bit closer? What's the one way you could start to recalibrate how you think about things? How could you go in a different direction? There's only so much time. If you stay safe and play it safe, you'll be exactly where you are in five years. Now, if that's okay with you, if you really don't aspire to have grown as a person, to have gotten a raise, to have expanded the scope of what you're interested in, to have cultivated expertise in something, to mentor someone, to in any way enhance your career, great, you keep at it and you stay right where you are. But the world is going to pass you by. If we don't take risks, we have no growth. We need to keep asking ourselves, what's next? And then we need to really slow down and listen because the risk that's right for you is the risk that's taking you where your heart says you need to go. If you are listening to this podcast, you are at least a little bit interested in cultivating a growth mindset if you don't already have one. And you know that you were put on this planet to make a difference. And you know that you are meant to play big and to have an impact. And you know that the impact you have is not going to be like the impact anyone else will have because only you can bring that. And so you do feel into those things you're so passionate about and you do say, what's next? So for me, my heart said, what's next is we got to change this profession We got to stop being waitresses for our clients. We got to stop looking for external validation. And that's why I founded the architecting community. My heart said, you care about the way that space makes people feel, but you need to get your work published in a peer-reviewed journal 
so that it has some street cred. So I did it. My heart said, you need to do a clubhouse room that focuses on how space makes people better. So I did it. I want to help you see that this stuff doesn't just have to be one person pushing against the boulder, trying to get it uphill. It's setting the intention and letting the opportunity come to you. Taking the bold move of starting the architecting community and doing a podcast. Megan Mazzocco heard the podcast, was so inspired by what I had to say that she reached out to me. In our conversations where we shared what we were passionate about, we decided to do the clubhouse room. And the two of us work as partners. She has started finding opportunities to promote it. So we have now had three conferences where we've spoken about this topic. We're looking at some new opportunities for next year, including maybe even submitting for South by Southwest and having an even bigger reach and even broader impact doing it alone, but having the clear intention that I needed to have a bigger platform, that I needed to educate more people, that I needed to bring more people together, brought the partner into my life that is allowing me to connect more dots. And together we're brainstorming and we're finding opportunities and we're encouraging one another. And that is building and building more and more momentum. So just by taking the risk of doing the podcast then leads to other things to happen that pull in other things I care about and am passionate about, that bring new people into my network, that forge new partnerships and allow more and more things to be possible. I want you to see that what I'm doing isn't just a fluke, and it isn't because I'm special, and it isn't because I'm smarter than anyone else, and it's probably not even because I'm more passionate, because I bet you are super passionate about a lot of things too. It's because I've given myself permission to take these risks and to do these things. If you would like to learn more about how I do all of this, how I pursue and keep going and chase my success, I really want to invite you to join me in my Stressless Success Academy. It's going to be an eight-module course that focuses all about how to get relaxed, calm down, savor life, more in touch with who you are, what you care about, how to leverage your time so you can do the things you have to do while having time available and, more importantly, energy available for the things you want to do so that you can really start to position yourself to take the same kind of heart-led risks that 
I've taken throughout my career and did everything I try work out? No, but nothing is ever wasted and everything I tried helped me to keep moving forward, to keep forging new pathways and finding new channels, to getting more and more clarity and find my voice so that I can be the advocate that I need to be for the things I care about. And that's possible for you too. Even as I stay busy and I do all kinds of things, I'm also planning a lot of fun things to recharge my batteries, taking my family on a great vacation, coming up in about a month to Peru for two weeks. I have this passion for archaeology. I read archaeology articles and magazines all the time, and I'm really, really, really excited to do things like fly over the Nazca Lines and take a walking tour of Machu Picchu and take a hike through the Rainbow Mountains and do a gastronomy tour in Lima. I mean, we have so many really exciting, really fun once-in-a-lifetime kind of things planned. A few years ago, I might not have given myself permission to take a vacation like that. I would have thought it was too extravagant or too expensive or too much time or too much hassle. But I've started to embrace the fact that if we're not really pursuing what we love, If we're not doing the things that light us up, then we're not really living. And I'm not interested anymore in living the woulda, shoulda, coulda, stuck in a rut life, the life where my success and my happiness are always in the future, where I feel like Cinderella who wants to go to the ball, whose stepmother just keeps assigning her one more chore before she'll be able to go. Except we're our own stepmothers, right? We're holding our own selves back from going to that ball of life because we just keep putting more and more mindless, stupid chores in our path. And if we're going to look at risk, we have to say, Why would we do that? Why would we do that? Because on the face of things, we want to be successful, right? On the face of things, we want to make a difference and have an impact in the world through our work. On the face of things, we want to enjoy life. We want to laugh and love and be around people that matter to us. On the face of things, We want to take care of our bodies and have good health. So why aren't we? Why aren't we? The biggest risk you're taking is choosing you, no matter what. Yet it will have the biggest payoff. What are some ways that you can choose you? You can choose you by recognizing your own value by getting really clear on what matters to you and asking for more. You'd be surprised how many times just asking a client to explore something with you on a project 
will lead to a yes? Or how many times telling your boss that you would like to study something or learn something more, that they will invest in you, that they will give you the time to do that. You just assumed it was no. And of course, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So if you're interested in advancing your career, and if you're talking yourself out of it because you fear that it will be more work, more stress, and more exhausting, you need to reevaluate how you are choosing to spend your time. If you come and hang out with me in the Stressless Success Academy, that will be the biggest lesson that you learn. Success is not something you have to put in your future. Success is not something you have to fear. Success is not too big of a risk. The bigger risk is staying stuck, staying stagnant, being in this exhaustion and overwhelm and burnout. Success will energize you. And I would love to hang out with you. We're going to be doing 90-minute calls where I'll be teaching, but you also get to ask questions and be in the hot seat. There will also be meditations that go with each of the sessions that you can listen to anytime you need a boost. Plus, I am doing bonus calls with colleagues of mine who are experts in various aspects of wellness. So you'll be getting insights on how to get better quality sleep, how to stop stress eating, how to use movement and get embodied to shut off the stress response, how to eat better. I have these great bonus sessions planned because I know that Success is an inside job, and it starts with how we feel. When we feel better physically, we can start to feel better mentally. All of this will support you as you're in the class and you're learning. I also wanted to let you know that in just a couple of days on June 30th, I will be doing a mid-year reset session. We're halfway through the year. How to kind of take account of are you where you hoped you'd be? How to reset your nervous system because we've all had a far crazier year than we probably thought we would or wanted to. And how to make the second half of your year, great. How to really make that your starting line. If you would like to be part of that workshop, click the link in the show notes and come join me for this reset session. We're going to be all focused on how you can be more well-sourced to make the second half of 2022 the best Ever. And I'll also be sharing more there about the Stressless Success Academy. So you'll get a chance to 
get a little taste for what it would be like in the course if you join me for the reset workshop on Thursday night. I'm also going to be making a special offer if you are in that session, so make sure you get signed up. It was so great to be with you. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to hang out with me, and I really hope you will give yourself the gift of joining me for the Reset Workshop. It's totally free, so you've got nothing to lose. So we're talking about taking those small, manageable risks first. Let's start with making yourself a priority and giving yourself this hour just for you, just to reset, just to recalibrate and make sure that you are on track to finish 2022 and have a year that is beyond, beyond your expectations. And then if that feels good for you, please join me in the Stressless Success Academy. This is going to be truly transformational. The more you feel exhausted, the more you feel like you can't handle one more thing, the more you are going to get out of this course because you need it the most. I'm gonna really help you set down the burden of everything that is weighing down on you and start making more time and more space in your day. Get so much more clarity so that you're not spinning around doing 15 different things, but you're doing a few really purposeful things and getting real results and that you're also getting the resources and the support you need so that you are not exhausting your bandwidth trying to be all things to all people. I really hope you can join me for the workshop and then that you will join me in the Stressless Success Academy if that feels right for you. I'm sure you've had those days when your bright light, eh, it's feeling a little dim. When I start burning the candle at both ends, all the high performance habits are just not enough. You all know I am into different supplements and I do my yoga. I'm always looking for ways to bolster my immunity, clear out that stress response, return back to my high performance self. I recently was tuned in to a product called Magic Mind. I got to tell you, it's like they could have called it Architect's Mind. This is made for people who have constant demands to be more productive, to do more with less. So when mainlining the coffee is just not getting you through the day, Magic Mind is just a great way to dial in your focus. And it is not one of those energy drinks full of sugar and other toxins. It's a product that has been really well researched and replenishes the things that the stress response takes out of your body. 
you drink one a day. I notice that when I have a lot of more complex tasks that I get into flow state more easily, can organize how I want to approach them more easily, which equals more productivity. You can drink it on its own. You can drink it hot or cold. So what's in this stuff? Well, there are things called nootropics that improve attention, focus, and cognition. This is a mushroom-based kind of an extract. It does not have a lot of caffeine. It has L-theanine, which helps your body produce less cortisol. Hello, turning off that stress response. I have been taking ashwagandha for years. It's an adaptogen. There's also adaptogens in Magic Mind that turn on your parasympathetic nervous system so you can relax more. There's one last ingredient, Bacopa moninieri, which helps with long-term memory. If you think you would like to try this, go to magicmind.co slash architect to get the special dealio just for my listeners of 40% off your first subscription, which is really the way to go, or 20% off your first purchase. Then when you get to checkout, type in architect 20 to get an extra 20% off. This is a huge way to get your physical self where it needs to be so you can be the high performance you that your life demands. If you find the content here valuable, remember to like, review, and refer to a friend. It helps to build our audience in our community, and you can always share your stories. I love hearing from you by posting on Instagram and tagging me at Architecting Podcast. All right, take care for now, and I will look forward to seeing you in the workshop. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.